Hello everybody, all the beautiful people that are tuning and watching this. I am so grateful for you. My name is Jack Hayes. This is week 30, day 207 that we're shooting this. And yeah, today's really, you know, an internal pod today. Obviously you don't see any guests around me. So I'm back in my hometown uh, for the next couple months, just really dialing in um, and yeah, taking a breather from the, the hustle and bustle of Fort, that is Fort Lauderdale and you know, the amazing people I do have down there. I think it's important um, to separate yourself sometimes, especially when you need it. I'd spent a good part of the last four years there pretty much nonstop and, you know, building what, I, what I've ultimately been able to build. Um, and I was just, you know, I think it's, it's good to go back to your roots, good to tune in. I find myself a lot more grounded when I'm home and I haven't taken, you know, more than really, I haven't spent more than a month in my hometown like consistently in the last four years aside from maybe Christmas so uh, I'm really excited for this kind of upcoming phase of life these next three to three to four months before ultimately uh, potentially moving back down there so yeah today's kind of internal pod I want to get the audience to know me a little bit better start doing these a little bit more consistently obviously I love guests but um, I think it's one thing I've lacked and that I realized if I'm really going to do this content thing long term, if I'm really going to have this podcast long term, uh, the audience should get to know me better, get to know my insight, what are the things I'm thinking about, what are the things I'm working on, what are the things I'm, I'm doing. So recently, I launched a LinkedIn blog um, and just kind of want to review the LinkedIn blog today, uh, then talk about some couple ideas I had uh, this past week that everything from you know cheap dopamine, the real war we all face. Uh, I'm gonna get into how you can eliminate certain things uh, from your content consumption that will maximize your productivity. Um, and yeah, you know, just kind of starting with the the previous LinkedIn blog. So I started a LinkedIn blog called The Weekly Profit. Believe it or not, I think the name just tied in. Um, I, as you know, I've been doing a lot of work in the client acquisition space through LinkedIn. I saw this opportunity. I was like, oh, this could be cool. So pure, you know, day one person not really know, knowing what they're doing. I logged into LinkedIn, called the newsletter, The Weekly Profit. And just the first one I typed about, you know, an area of my expertise, which is search engine optimization um, and like overall, you know, good marketing tactics. And then the next week I would just, I just wrote something that I had written in my in my journal, you know, because I journal just about every day and it was a topic I got really deep on with myself. So I figured it'd be a cool idea to showcase that to the world. Um, blessed to announce, you know, two, two weeks since having it, we've hit 450 subscribers to the, to the blog, to the newsletter. So that's insane and amazing. And it shows the power of applying your creativity to what are commonly untapped markets you don't see everyone every day you know they're launching their own website to do a blog they're doing this they're running email campaigns linkedin it's like you launch a linkedin blog every time you release one it goes to everyone who subscribes to that and your connections it's going to their email inbox anyway so little trick there um, but the previous linkedin blog i talked about how this generation and i'm talking about gen z so these all of you guys you know born in 1995 and after really the the 2000s audience is what that one really ties into. I myself was born in 2000. Uh, I talked about how it is single-handedly the most powerful generation. And what do I what do I mean by that? You know, if you think about how 
the world has just innovation has sped up the world has sped up since you know the 1970s the amount we're able to the the types of technology advances we used to see 30 years like take 30 years to come to life are happening in 10 years time now in five years time now with ai almost instantly and that really set a, a trigger for me when i was thinking about being born in 2000 and then in 2007 seven years old the iphones released it's kind of this new technology smartphones becoming a thing and you know we weren't really conscious of what these devices could do yet we probably just played with them you know for me personally i just played with them off like my cousins that had them and my older siblings and i was like oh this is interesting um 2007 the iphone is born 2014 we got to see you know we're entering high school and now social media is starting to become more mainstream social media is like oh this new thing you know you can share your life and you know people can take insights and like now there's this new access to you know share who we are with the rest of the world but it's still 2014 you know still 14 years old freshman in high school by the time we're 18 not only is social media just everywhere all the time but people are actually it's become mainstream for people to actually make money from it so yes i know people are making money on youtube in the early days shout out to those guys but come 2018 it was like wow like it was mainstream to be making money through instagram through tiktok through facebook whatever the thing was and now you know when you're a senior in high school you're a little more conscious it's like we've been using these things for four years and now there's this opportunity to potentially make money off of it and now you flash forward four years after that 2022 most of the people listening to this you likely just graduated college or you're in college and as soon as we graduate most people are always like oh there's lost you know you gotta find all these answers you know the world is this big mysterious place ai is introduced ai is introduced in the sense that it's mainstream ai has always existed if you think about how long you've had your alexa your google home or you know surrey as a perfect example is one of those that like we've always had ai around i don't know why it took a chatbot to like make it seem like this is, it's this big new thing that everyone's got to kind of learn um but reality is that happened in 2023 2022 right you just graduated college now there's this big tool in ai that we've been able to observe like, once again and it's hitting the market and people are using it to grow their businesses to start businesses to you know find that really any answer they've ever needed is like all on this one one website that's turned into multiple websites that turned into apps to help you with specific things whether it's video editing whether it's marketing whether it's you know research on a topic like you can write full-fledged research papers with this thing i'm not saying do that don't go cheat all your professors but if you want to get detailed insights about a topic from a specific point of view that's what ai can do it can accumulate all this data like if you want to hear the perspective on the civil war from you know somebody that was in it you can have it kind of produce what something like that would look like and like it can just really start to spark your interest and really broaden our uh, our ability to to interpret and receive knowledge um so i think that's you know if you want to check out the blog please i'll put the link in the description of this but that was really the gist of that that blog was just about how we really are one of the most powerful generations you know we've been we're we, we have the most experience with the newest innovations at the youngest age 
So we have the most time to accumulate the most knowledge about the newest technologies than anyone else. If you think about your parents, maybe they're 40, 50 years old, they went 30 years without iPhones. They went 30 years without being able to share their opinions with the rest of the world in a mainstream way, provide value to people, to the re- provide value to the rest of the world in a mainstream way. Before it was like, if you were this knowledgeable person, you had to you know, get on a speaking panel, you had to go give a talk, you had to be a higher up at some crazy executive business corporation. And then they chose, they said, oh, this person knows what they're talking about. Or you had to go on TV. Like, it's not the case anymore. Now you can pull up your, like I do, you know, Instagram live, go to practice mode to get a camera, like a decent camera on your iPhone, and then just record and talk about your experience, your life experience. This is all, you know, my podcast is, this is what I do, you know, talking about my journey as an entrepreneur, talking about other people's journeys as an entrepreneur, because it helps those that are in day one, phase one, day, you know, whatever it is. It's like, you can now get a real account from someone who's in the midst of the process. Um, And I think that's just so beneficial because even when I think back to my 17 year old self, I wasn't even consuming that much content and I probably could have learned tons and tons of stuff on, on YouTube, on whatever it was, think due to this new world we kind of live in. Um, So I thought that was super interesting. Uh, And then just kind of on that topic, you know, I want to talk about some things I noticed that relate to that in the last week or so. Uh, flying cars were announced. So if you've not, if you, I've always been so curious about this. Anyone who's ever predicted the future has mentioned that we might have flying cars. And now, due to the advances in technology, it only makes sense that this would start to come to fruition a lot faster. So the flying cars I'm talking about, because I know there's always these like scammy pictures and whatnot on the internet, but this one I actually researched pretty good. Um, it's a company called Alif Aeronautics. There, it's design, It was invented by a California-based automaker, and it's backed by SpaceX. So being backed by SpaceX, they actually re- received special approval from the FAA for a flight worthiness certificate, which means that they're able to actually build these and test them in open air spaces and make sure they are functional for you know mass human exposure. Um, so few details about the flying car it seems pretty cool you know it's only two seats it has a road range of 200 miles and a flight range of 110 miles so I'm curious to kind of see the the capabilities that come of that and how they're able to to grow from there uh, if you do want to get on a wait list now I was researching it myself uh, the whole car itself it looks like it's going to cost about $350,000 which I mean if you're buying a borderline miniature plane I guess that's not too bad uh, but you can get on the wait list right now for anywhere. I saw anywhere from 500 bucks to $1,500 for priority access. And they are scheduled to start releasing in 2025. So that that is important to me for a few reasons. Um, obviously, a lot of people watching this probably aren't just going to get ready and go buy a flying car. But when you think about the investment opportunities in that, when you think about the technology behind what it takes to produce a car like that and you see how much technology is advanced from just the basic car engine you know wheels get the ball rolling get you from point a to point b now these things can fly so as an entrepreneur i like to look at these this type of news and go into okay who are the companies behind it so who is this california automaker you know why is it backed by spacex 
what are things I could be potentially investing in if you have the free capital in this new technology? You know it's potentially releasing in 2025. So, you know, we talk about the five to 10 year game all the time. Not a bad place to, you know, risk, risk some money there. Um, because obviously once this becomes mainstreamed, what do you think is going to be the most powerful, most bought technology? It's going to be the thing that stands out, the thing that gets the most done. The fact that you can fly from point A to point B from your driveway and get places a lot faster. Those all, if it makes life easier, I've always been one um, to invest in it. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Uh, just kind of switching gears now. I know this podcast pretty tied together, but you know I wanted to cover a few different things. Um, the real thing I want to talk about today is the real war we're all facing. Probably the main reason you haven't started that business, you can't stop dreaming about or talking about. Probably the the main reason that you've like feel like you've done a ton and you're probably looking at your business and being like, why am I not at 10K a month yet? And it's probably the main reason if you have any sort of analysis paralysis that you like it's probably the main reason that analysis paralysis exists and what i mean by that analysis paralysis is when you have information overload and your action does not even come close to what you're consuming and there's a few reasons why that happens why that happens so the reason analysis paralysis tends to happen is because due to the social platforms if you're somebody who uses instagram every day tiktok every day twitter every day you're constantly seeing not only the lives of other people that probably, unless you've done a social media audit, don't actually advance your life in any way. And you're receiving, if you are watching quality content around topics that you're interested in, you're probably watching 10, 20, 30 different people. It's like the same selling point in why people should create content is also the same reason a lot of people don't create content. So the reason why a lot of people should create content is because there's 99% of the population is willing to watch 10 different podcasts and 10 different, 100 different clips from 100 different entrepreneurs doing 100 different things. That's just reality. It's not healthy for the doers. So I talk about consumption versus uh, creation. So if you're, you wanna be a, more of a creator than a consumer, if you wanna see success, on these platforms and we're going to break down kind of how you can get into that how you can do it um easy ways to just start doing a basic social media audit and like actually start learning valuable skills that will advance your life at the end of the day it is like we talked about earlier one of the most powerful tools we've all had access to for you know over the course of five ten years to this point and it's just mind-boggling to me that you know a lot of people including myself don't have the right tools on how to utilize it the right way. Uh, so the main thing, you know, it's the real war we all face, the real battle we all face, analysis paralysis, right? Cheap dopamine, scrolling, easy act, there's easy act, it becomes the place of having easy access to things that will actually trick our brain into thinking we are already there, to thinking we already have this success because we think our brain registers the knowledge we have as our and the thoughts we have as our reality. So if you're taking in all of this knowledge about how to be one of the best, like have one of the best short form content agencies in the world, let's put it that way, one of the best social media marketing agencies in the world, all you do is consume Iman, Iman, Iman. Well, that's gonna 
trigger in your head and you are going to think like that. But if you don't take action on that, it's just like everyone who's sitting here watching this hitting their vape. It's a five second up and it is a bigger come down and you're just going to go right back to it. You're going to go get that cheap dopamine, feel like you've done something for the day, feel like, you know, you have all this knowledge and you know the thing and like you can talk about it with people because you've just consumed it so much and you can convince them to thinking you know everything about this topic. But the real knowledge comes from actually doing it. The real learning experience comes from actually doing it. Don't lose that side to you. And I know there's a lot of risk takers out there. If you're like me, just because somebody tells me something's going to end up in a certain way, or like if I take this action, I'll get this result. I cannot just take their word for it. I get into a lot of like discussions and like borderline conflicts about this, where it's like somebody's just so convinced, like they want to be so convincing about their opinion and what I should do and whatnot. And I'm always like, if I haven't done it, I can't 100% agree with you because I know there's a hundred different ways and a million different ways to do a million different things. So it comes down to who you are and actually experiencing those things and then taking the lessons you've learned with the things they've said and just kind of like creating your own perspective on it. You can, if these are people you trust and value. I think like it's great advice to obviously take it in. Those are the people you should be taking it in from the first place, but don't just take what they say as like word of God, right? Like don't take it just like, don't cause it to force you to not take action on something that you're passionate about or that you're really curious about. Embrace your curiosity. I've always been good about embracing my curiosity. No matter what, it was like, it could have a very high risk factor, but if I think I can do it, I'm going all in, I'm trying to do it. So the cheap dopamine, the scrolling and the easy access to these things that put us in places and think we're living lives that we're really not is the main source of this analysis paralysis. It causes something that I, I consider bad delusion. So I think there's good delusion. I think you should think big. I think you should talk big. I think you should, you know, like if those are things you're doing and you're passionate about, like you should say that, you know, you should have a goal to make, you know, a million dollars this year and get to 10K a month, even if you're at zero. Because if you don't have that thought, you really won't you really won't get there. But just consuming a bunch of people that have done it and that are giving you 10 different pieces of advice on how to do it, you're gonna do 10 different things and they're not gonna be in alignment and you're not gonna get there. Take it from me, guys. I'm telling you, it's like a, a pretty personal story and something I was talking about the other day with people I cared about, where I was like, you know, I think I've put in a lot of work the last 12 months and I'm not necessarily where I set out to be, like my expectation, you know, that comes on and I, that's a whole nother topic. But I was thinking about, what is this? You know, I've improved a lot. I've improved my skill set in this area and I've done really great things, but I'm still not necessarily where I want to be. And you can do a simple check, like even looking at your screen time. What was the screen time like those last 12 months? You know, if I was pressing seven, eight hours a day, I can assure you I was doing a lot more consuming than I was creating and I wasn't even realizing it because of the triggers in the brain, because of the dopamine every day, because of feeling like because I had the knowledge, I would eventually be able to take the action. Instead, I should have been more apt to go through the skills that we're going to talk about here at the end of this, of focusing on a few people, focusing on one skill set, and giving myself 30, 60, 90 days to just do that and just consume that. And then that way I don't have time because I 
made this decision that I'm not going to consume anything else to consume anything else. So then I apply it and then I see, I've seen more action taking it that route. So a good example, there's a, I talk about this all the time. Um, if you like one, a good example is uh, when it comes to the skill set is sales. Okay. You want to learn sales. Maybe you're in an appointment setting role. If you're not in one, please DM me. I will get you one. I think it's one of the most valuable skills that takes, you know, an hour a day of your time to really get good at. Uh, but anyway, let's say you're in sales. You want to be, start as an appointment setter. You want to eventually become a closer. Social media is a great tool to use this. The first thing you're going to do to use social media to get good at sales is you're going to go through your current followings and people you follow and if they are not in that realm of either doing sales, practicing to do sales, and I call this, you know, people that you see on your level, on the way to your level, or above your level, if those three categories, if those people are not focused on sales, which is the skill set that you want to focus on, mute everyone else, okay? You can go into Snapchat. There's people like I talk about Snapchat because I know that's what a lot of people are like, communicating on. And you're when you're talk, texting someone, you also want to read a thousand different stories. That's information overload. Mute all of those people because I guarantee nobody on your Snapchat, unless I'm on there or some of my networks on there, they are not doing sales. They are not building businesses. They are posting that they're at dinner on a beach you've seen a thousand different times. They are posting old memories of their college days getting hammered in a dorm room. They are posting for frat parties. They are not posting anything that's relevant to your mindset and you need to eliminate that. So you don't need to unadd these people if you have relationships with them at totally. I'm not saying kill the connection. Connection's like one of the most important things we have. But you can put their story on Do Not Disturb. You can mute, you can mute them. Same thing on Instagram. If you just go to someone's Instagram bio and you click the three dots in the corner, you can if you honestly you can look at the next, go through your stories on Instagram right after you watch this and see how many stories don't actually inspire you or are relevant to the skill that you're focused on trying to learn right now. And just click the three dots in the corner, mute the stories, mute their posts, and then replace those people. So elimination and replacement, eliminate those people and replace them with good sales guys. Jeremy Miner, one of the one of the best ones out there. I just got put on to Jeremy Miner as somebody who's up and coming in the world of sales. He offers, yes, he offers a seven-figure sales rep course that costs, you know, anywhere from five to ten grand, but he also puts out all of his course content on the internet for free. So if you are just following Jeremy Miner, you go to his page and you see all the shorts, if you're somebody who likes that short, quick snack size information, they have titles of what he's going to teach you in that short and like an insight you may not have seen. And I spend about... 30 minutes to an hour a day. Yes, I'm on Instagram. Yes, I'm still using social media, but that's all I'm consuming. All my brain is registering is better ways to be a better sales rep, okay? And then you can go to Jeremy Miner's YouTube and do the same thing. You're probably subscribed to 100 people. I'm not saying YouTube's a little easier. You don't have to just like click through the stories all the time, but every time you log into YouTube for the next 30 days, type in Jeremy Miner and watch a couple videos a day. He has 14 to 15 minute sessions and watch those videos, take notes on those videos, and then go into your new sales role and apply those skills. Talk to the people on your sales team. Hey, I was just watching this Jeremy Miner video. You know, he's talking about how to handle objections properly or how to handle price objections or, 
you know, how to stop people from closing the door in your face and provide that value to them because it's so much helpful to them and you're creating such a positive impact with the people you're around. And that is, that's using this platform, that's using everything to your advantage, okay? So I always say, focus on one skill at a time, eliminate everyone that's not on your level, on the way to your level or above your level in that niche. And this is just for 30 to 60 days, whatever you wanna take. And then pick one to three people that you truly resonate with that teach along the similar lines. I would say Jeremy Miner and Alex Hermosi, they kind of go hand in hand. So you see Hermosi everywhere, but a lot of the sales skills they talk about are very applicable to everything we do. And that's because when I look into these guys' message, their whole thing is providing as much expert advice as they can for free. That is their entire business model. Hand it all out. And then the people that really want to take action, that really want to get on one-on-one mentorship can invest in these people's time to get that, hold your hand, take you through the process. You don't need that right away. You can build to a place where you can make five to 10K extra a month just by consuming just those people. But if you don't pick one to three people that you truly resonate with and you don't unfollow and stop consuming everyone else, and if you can eliminate the explore page just go directly to these people's profiles and you do that for 30, 60, 90 days, I guarantee you'll be levels ahead and you'll be so much more focused on what these people are actually trying to teach you and your brain will be finding ways to apply these things. The universe, I'm a big spiritual guy, I don't, I don't talk about that much, but the universe will, st- will start to bring these things into your life because those are the only thoughts that are going through your head. It's not the thoughts of the person that used to date four years ago and, you know, them with their new boyfriend or them with their, you know, family and all these other, like these old college friends, these old high school friends. You're no longer registering that in your brain. That is not a part of where you're going. That is not a part of where you're at. And those people are not on the way to your level. They're never even going to reach your level. So eliminate those things. Focus on one skill, one to three people you truly resonate with and do it for 30 to 60 to 90 days. And that should be how you use social media. If you're serious about taking that skill set to the next level. And I know I I mentioned sales, that's just where I'm directly involved with, but video editing. I think if you have any creative, if you're an artist and you you wanna learn how to kind of really start to make money in in the digital space, start an online business, it's like, if you're a good video editor, I just think content and video creation, I talked about this in another LinkedIn post of mine, is the next billion dollar industry. You think about how important, how much, how many more people just by watching this will start going and creating content after watching this episode, after watching a few other um, episodes from other people that talk about the power of social media and how it helped build their brand. These people, myself included, need someone to be able to record a lot of the time. They need somebody to be able to, you know, for me, I need somebody to travel around with me and shoot podcasts in different cities once a month next year. You know, I need somebody to be able to follow me around with the camera and do a day in my life because it is difficult to do it yourself. And if you don't know how to video edit, but you're really good at the business side, your business is just missing out on, we talk, talk about opportunity cost, like your business is missing out on that much revenue just because you don't have the skill set to make the business better. So go find that person. And if you are that person, start reaching out to people and start telling them, hey, I can edit your videos. Hey, you know, if you need somebody to come shoot, you know, I say if you're in a big city, there's DJs everywhere and they love having their picture taken and everyone in that club wants their picture taken. 
So you wanna grow your video editing brand, take it from me, did it myself, started to learn the tips of the trade. I still need to focus on the actual editing side of things myself, but I, I picked up a camera, went and shot a DJ a couple times for free and had so many opportunities after that just from people I met because they liked the pictures I was taking and the videos I was taking. So video editing, sales, any skill that you really wanna learn. Again, I know I've said it, I sound like a broken record. Please eliminate those that are not in that skill set and just watch how much less content you consume, how much clearer you start to think, and how much action you start to take. And just give yourself that 30 to 60 days, please. Because I'm telling you, if you do it consistently daily and you set a plan to do that and apply it, you won't have you'll have so many opportunities that you won't have time to go consume the stuff that doesn't benefit you anymore. Um, and just to kind of cap off this episode um, in relation to the whole social media thing and why I think elimination is such a key part and why I think, you know, those people that aren't on your level, at your level or uh, above it, like on the way to your level, at your level or above it, is because not, reality is guys, not everyone wants you to win. So this top, this last topic is about dropping the dead weight, okay? We all, if you think about the people in your life right now, and I want everyone to kind of do this, take a minute, think about the people in your life that you're closest to, that you maybe talk to the most. And this might be pretty painful for some people. Think about, start, like, think about how they, how they last made you feel. Think about if they made you feel like a winner. Think about if they tried to put you down. Think about the last time you were put down by somebody you were pretty close to and you're like, oh, why do they seem like that? And if there's negative emotions that these people cause, take a break, eliminate. Say, you know what, I'm focused on my goals and where I wanna go and I know I have that desire and that self-belief that I know I can get there and these people do not make me feel like a winner. They may not even do negative things directly to you but the way they conduct themselves, maybe they are people that don't like to go to the gym and don't like to like better their health. Maybe they're people that just spend, you know, every night after work just getting high, watching football and vi playing video games. Like if they're participating in bad habits, your social environment is your reality, is, you know, the a great measure of your success. So eliminate those people. Temporary. You can eliminate them temporarily and just give open your mind to be able to receive the people that are focused on the things you want to focus on because when you look back in 90 days yeah you're probably not hanging out with those people but your life's probably not that lonely you're probably if, from my experience getting on zoom calls with winners constantly you're probably you know going to networking events because you're not thinking about these deadweight people that have no interest in seeing you win at the end of the day we're all focused on our own shit Everyone can like this podcast, but at the end of the day, they're still going to, like, I don't take sponsorships. I don't do any, I don't ask for any sort of, like, recognition for it because I know everyone's focused on their own shit. So if I can just provide tips that have helped me and maybe somebody can relate to me, you know, somebody who's okay just sitting in front of a camera with the same flannel he wears every day, a basic watch, and talk about my thoughts and my experience, like, that's pretty cool. And those are, like, that's awesome. You know, that's, that's positive, positive reinforcement in the brain. So drop the dead weight. You know, reality is not everyone wants you to win. Pay attention to those who bring you down. Um, you can really tailor your social media to include this. So the same thing we talked about, like you want people like focusing on a skill set is great. 
and then focusing on the types of people that you actually want to follow that are living the lives that you that you actually want to live that you maybe connect with on a deeper level and you know you can keep those people around and keep those things on but everyone who's not again unfollow frankly but if you're if you don't want to unfollow i totally get that mute them mute them just mute them you don't need to see their life every day if they want to actually this will cause something that's super powerful if they want to talk to you they will text you okay if you're not close enough to me to have my phone number reality is i'm probably not i'm not going to take like 90 percent of what you say and just like go apply it and take it as truth but those who have my phone number who are checking in on me who are making sure i get home okay who are making sure like like i was just traveling just went back down to south florida to literally move out of my apartment and i the hardest thing about me leaving there is i felt like i was around you know five or six people that while we're on different paths and doing different careers you know we'd all been through that experience together and i knew these people really gave a shit about me and they always were asking hey how's the business going you know what are you up to these days you know how can we like they always made me feel good about it like tell me like i was i motivated them told me i brought people together and then what do you know these people within being gone 24 hours texted me hey just want to make sure you got back okay like those are when i say pay attention like those are things that make me feel good those show that you know there is that common like love there of like these people want to be around for a long term and those that don't acknowledge that and be like you know what so what like it doesn't matter be strong enough to force them to realize what they're losing and i think you'll just see so much more positive relationships so much more motivating relationships in your life um and and yeah i think that's like a great way to end this i mean one last note i like to say you know we talked about you know good delusion versus bad delusion yes you know if you see instagram and places you want to be and like videos on that and like you know you use it as a way to manifest um go on pinterest use pinterest like as cliche as it sounds pinterest is the instagram algorithm like telling like showing you things that you're thinking about that you're searching about like your big dreams your big goals without all the commentary it is a picture on a beach in malibu that like you know for me i literally used that and manifested my podcast with arlen just so happened that i'm glad i'm kind of going on this tangent i've been looking at pinterest for like the last 90 days so i was like man like california just seems so cool i'd love to have a reason to go out there you know i just want to be like feel a different experience than what i'm feeling here in florida and like what do you know an opportunity pops up you post on his instagram hey i'm taking instagram or i'm taking a podcast request you know send me an email what we would talk about my manager will get back to you and you know we'll try to set it up and sure enough send an email about a week later got a message back hey we'd love to have you flew out there all of a sudden that picture i just been looking at on pinterest for the last 90 days was like reality and it was like whoa like i've seen this before i've been here and so pinterest great way to manifest but anyway i hope this was a good internal pod you know 20 30 minutes probably went a little longer than most people expected but uh i'm glad you know stay tuned to the linkedin blog i think if you're not using linkedin to advance your professional career no matter what you're doing it's a great way i mean it's your literally your digital we talk about instagram being your digital resume linkedin's literally your digital resume because you can put your resume on there if you really want to you know like and you can talk about you can get in the room with key decision makers at major companies versus calling their office, trying to get an opportunity, connect with them on LinkedIn, have a good looking bio that showcases what you're good at and the experience you've had, and then text them right away and just say, hey, 
love what you're doing. Would love to see if there's any opportunities for me to learn more. Would love to see if you're hiring salespeople. Would love to, and just start that conversation with that C-level executive through LinkedIn, after you read the blog, after you subscribe to the blog. And if you see this on YouTube, Instagram, whatever, please like, subscribe. It's how we keep this thing going. Um, and yeah, have a great rest of your, rest of your week.